Good morning. Good morning, Facebook. Good morning, everybody on Periscope Twitter. Special episode of the podcast, recording and uh, streaming it live here in the Farm Bureau studio, presented by Mississippi Land Bank. Visit them online at mslandbank.com. Mississippi Land Bank. They understand the lay of the land, big-time farmland, uh, hunting land, recreational, maybe a place to build the dream home. Might want to make sure you're going to be there a while if you're going to build that dream home. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, but Mississippi Land Bank, and if you're in North Mississippi, that's where you need to go. MSLandBank.com. Check them out online. Great people there. Happy to tell you about them. All right, so to get started, uh, a couple of things going on first. I have to get it pulled up on Periscope here so that I can see your comments. Same thing here on Facebook. I want to make sure that uh, I'm able to see. you got comments coming in, everybody joining in now. I'm with you for up to potentially here maybe a half hour. Uh, not going to overlap uh, Chris Brooks and his show. Um which uh, will begin, and they I don't know if they will stream it online, but I know you'll be able to listen online uh, coming up around 10, so about a half hour with you here as the news is breaking. Looking at comments on Facebook, hey Bubba, hey Adam. What up, Adam? Will, Ed, Michael, Brian, Myron, uh, LaShawn, John, everybody. Good morning to Austin on Twitter. <clears throat> uh, is it Alfred or is it Fred? I don't know. Says on Twitter, I'm afraid all these, quote, fans are going to be sorely disappointed in what's to come. So uh, opinions, thoughts, and opinions all over the place. Good morning, Coach Wilkerson on Facebook. As y'all can imagine, I'm, i got two things going, two screens going here, trying to keep up with comments, and I'll do the best I can. Um, Hail State 55 says, good dude, just didn't work out. If you're the AD, who are you realistically going to get? You're seeing all kinds of names pop up here and there. Um, And everybody asking my opinion as well. Hello to Mississippi Land Bank on Facebook. Hail State to you. Uh, Waylon, John, everybody uh, jumping on and tuning in quickly. Somebody says, Petrino, thumbs down, ain't happening. Now, Brad on uh, Twitter brings up uh, Gene Chizik as a possibility, and that's a name that I saw mentioned here. Let me see if I can scroll back and find. I I think it was Ross Dellinger who, by the way, Ross is going to be Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, one of the guys who kind of broke it this morning. Um, Ross is going to be on the radio show. We'll stream it here, and we'll be online as well at noon He's going to be on about five after, if everything goes according to plan. Uh, he's been on top of it. Um, you're hearing a lot about Billy Napier and have been the head coach at Louisiana Lafayette, who, you know, we actually played against in the first game of the year, and so I studied his offense a little bit going into that. And he's a really good football coach, younger guy, but kind of old school guy at the same time, which I like. I'm going to scroll back through some of these comments. Give me just a second here to ramble. Um, Ross tweeted, uh, Chiswick, Billy Napier. Excuse me one moment. <clears throat> Not used to talking this early. He mentioned Chiswick, Billy Napier, Jeff Munkin. Just a few names swirling around in Starkville. 
You know, the Munkin name is really interesting. He's done a great job at Army, is a heck of a football coach, a winner from a winning football family. He is, uh, but he, he runs at that unconventional, is it inconventional or unconventional? <laughs> I think it's unconventional option type of offense, which uh, you hadn't seen in the SEC, so I don't know. But as a disciplinarian, a good coach, uh, Chiswick, what you like about him is what I like is he's a defensive guy. Um, and, and, you know, obviously going to prioritize that, but he um, has kind of been through the ringer in the Southeastern Conference week to week, knows what it's like. Now, it was up and down for him, and those last Auburn teams were really bad. Like, was that 2012? They were really bad. Uh, so I don't know, but it is, uh, I, I think, a lot of Coach Chiswick. He's a great guy. Again, has been through it at several different levels, kind of knows what it's like, the ringer of the league, and just how tough and how much discipline you do have to have throughout a year. But kind of, you know, let's be honest, made a name for himself at Auburn as the head coach with one just transcendent player, and that was Cam Newton. Um, so that's a name. Let me see here. Lots of questions and comments, and so let me start to uh, rattle off some thoughts on on kind of what you're saying here. Uh, Twitter lighting up the on Periscope. Uh, Jay Panky, what a name, says, uh, disappointed by the way things were handled. Uh, somebody asking about P.J. Fleck. <clears throat> you know, if you could get a P.J. Fleck, you would. But I think they locked him up and made it with the, with the contract extension he got a couple of weeks ago at Minnesota, which they're very smart to do. I think it's going to make it really tough for somebody to go in there and be able to really afford to be able to hire him away. And they've got momentum right now, too. Hale State 55 says the team was never prepared. I think that was a big problem. We'll talk about that some on the radio show. It was a big problem. Is that Too often they seem to not quite be ready to go out and play the ball game. Uh, Sunbums1982 on Twitter says, Spend the money. I'm tired of taking a knife to a gunfight. SEC West is big boy football. Uh, Rittenberg and Ross Dellinger both tweeted about Chiswick. See, and, and when you start naming can, uh, candidates, you get double reaction to you know both things. Somebody said, it can't be Chiswick, please. No, see, I think Chiswick would be a very good football coach for you. <clears throat> very experienced, very good. But, um, you know, who knows if there's interest there either way. Now, Patrick Sawyer bringing up um, – Bringing up Bill Clark, the head coach at UAB. You know, there are some people who, you know, still they have reservations about Coach Clark, just wanting to see him, you know, maybe go through the recruiting at the Power Five level, you know, get that maybe group of five job, jump into <clears throat> Power Five. I am a believer in Bill Clark uh, as a person and as a coach. Uh, he would win. This is my opinion. I am not the athletics director, it, but my opinion is Bill Clark is the kind of coach who will take his players and beat you or take your players and beat his. He's going to elevate, and he always has. He's just always elevated everywhere he's been. And so Bill Clark would be uh, a heck of a hire. You know, regardless of what reservations people may have, there's just no question that Bill Clark would be a, a heck of a coach. Uh, ref Brad Palmer says, let's go all in and talk to Freeze. One thing you can say about Hugh Freeze is he gets him in the end zone. He's going to get him in the end zone. There ain't no 
doubt about it. Um, okay, I'm going to jump here uh, off of uh, Twitter real quick and jump into the Facebook comments, okay? So let's get back into uh, some of those. Chris, any smoke behind Matt White for head coach? False. Stop patronizing me. Brom says Billy Napier with Ron Roberts would be a, a good hire. You know, I'll tell you this on Billy Napier real quick, and again, we'll talk about it some today on the radio show, but I made a comment to somebody last night on the phone, and I said, you know, I was surprised that when the first carousel turn began in the coaching carousel a while back that he wasn't hired, and this person familiar said, yeah, well, the thing about Napier is he's, you know, he's that old school type of football coach, you know, families of coaches. And and he told people, I'm not talking to anybody until after the championship game. They were in the Sunbelt championship game. So some schools like Ole Miss um, and others wanted to interview Billy Napier. But he told them, I'm not doing any interviews or talking until after our championship game. I don't want any distractions. And you got to like that. <clears throat> you have to like that about Napier. Braun says, this wasn't going to get better with Moorhead. It's up to the AD to make it better with a decent hire. Uh, Lane asking about P.J. Fleck. Uh, R- Reggie says, Hail State, Matt, I'm serious. I'm saying Hugh Freeze would be a knockout hire from the area and knows how Ole Miss recruits. Uh, Lane says, I hate it for Coach Jomo. Really good guy. Just fell f- too far too fast. I hope the final discussion wasn't too harsh. Best wishes to him and uh, his family. What's up, Dave? Dave said, Chiswick said the other day that he would never go back to coaching, but as we know, never say never. Uh, That's very true. Chuck says excitement. Mississippi State needs excitement. You know, yeah, and how do you get that? There is an element of winning the press conference, but y'all listen to me real quick. Okay, we're how many minutes into this special episode by Mississippi? Land Bank, are we? What, 15 minutes into it? Almost 15 minutes? Listen. The right thing to do is to hire someone who you are confident is going to win football games right away. If that coincides with winning the press conference, for whatever that means, great. But if it doesn't coincide with winning the press conference, then to heck with it, then on winning the press conference. It's my opinion. Lots of press conferences have been won, and it didn't work out. Lots of press conferences have been booed, and it worked out. When that, when Auburn hired Gene Chizik from Iowa State, he had a losing record there, right? And they booed him, and like you know, there were people there harassing him when he got off the plane in Auburn. It was ridiculous. And a couple of years later, they won a national championship. <laughs> so, yes, excitement, but, you know, look, let's be honest. When State hired Joe Moorhead, they could not have hired somebody that would have won the press conference more than they did. They were praised by every national media person everywhere. What a great hire. The Name the top rising football assistant in all of college football in 2017. This is a home run, and... It didn't work out. So the whole win the press conference thing, whatever. The fact is that State's fan base, right or wrong, had had moved from in to out on Joe Moorhead and the current state of the program. They had moved. They were out. We're out. 
So by making a change, pretty much anybody you hire, state's going to sell tickets for their first game next year. So to heck with winning the press conference. Just hire somebody who's going to win. Now, Denny Shaw on Facebook says, excuse me, Denny says, Grantham, please. My opinion. Whatever it takes to get Todd Grantham back, get him back. Old school. Tough. Aggressive. Mean. (laughs) The right mentality. Discipline. No you-know-what off of anybody. It's gonna you gonna do it this way or you ain't gonna be here. I'm a Todd Grantham fan. You know who else is? Jeffrey Simmons. You know who else is? Jonathan Abram. You know who else is? Montez Sweat. I'm a Todd Grantham fan. Mike Leach wins press conferences. Boy, he could do that, wouldn't he? <laughs> Brent says, we do not need Les Miles. Just lose that thought, please. Yeah, I don't think he's a legit candidate for this one. We'll see. I mean, but again, I hadn't seen it mentioned uh, from anyone. Uh, Robert. What's up, Robert? Robert, my man, Robert Carolla, Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. In uh, Grenada, Robert says, amen on Grantham. Brent says, Grantham would be a great fit. Mickey says, amen. Chris says 200% on Grantham. Let me tell you what Todd Grantham is. Todd Grantham, the kind of guy who would like walk in with a, a David Turner, some guys like that, and everybody, all the players sitting in their seats for the team meeting would do this. And they say, good morning. And everybody goes, good morning. Good, good morning. <laughs> he kind of scare you to death when he walks in. I like it. Will says uh, Jeff Collins just had a bad season at Georgia Tech. That's not an easy turnaround going from one style of offense to another and trying to, you know, reinstitute the program, so to speak. Um, Bud says Todd Grantham's son playing baseball for state. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's right. Sheila says Todd Grantham. Mary says, we don't need any of these SEC retreads. Mandy says, I realize lots of coaches would like to be in the top conference, but I hope this doesn't set us back for firing a coach after two years. Joe Mo will probably take lots uh, with him, too. Now, one thing you do have to um, you know, consider is the recruiting part of it. If you have recruits who have signed, I mean – you know, they don't, there's not an automatic release from a signed scholarship agreement because of a coaching change. But I, I'm under the impression that most schools, if they make that change after signing day, if a recruit says, hey, I want to be released from a scholarship, most schools will grant that. Um, but I need to make a call or two before the show to kind of find some of that stuff out. Uh, Martin on Facebook, will the 2020 Egg Bowl will be the first one with two new coaches on both sides. That's a great question, uh, Martin. I don't know the answer to that. I do know my buddy Caleb Hamill, who always, Caleb always seems to find these nuggets 
and I, I don't know how he comes up with it. He's just a smart guy. But Caleb tweeted that this is the first time since 1930 that, let's see, Caleb says the first Mississippi State head coach to be fired after beating Ole Miss in the same season since before the 1930s. How about that? How about that? Chris on Facebook. What's up, Chris? He says, are teams firing coaches too early? How hard is it to be successful early on with another guy's players? You know, um, yeah, I mean, I think there's an element of too early sometimes. But, Chris, this was a deal where, you know, maybe you're spoiled by kind of the way Dan Mullen ran things at State, but there was this real consistent effort and, and like, week in, week out, always kind of being ready to play. They didn't always have the best players and all that. But. Um, this was a thing where you're 26 games in and there were far too many examples of a team, especially offensively, not being ready to play at all. Way too many, like 200-yard performances. And, and and even in the bowl game, you play a bad defense and just most of your offensive possessions, it's not even like you went two first downs and punted. It's like you went three and out over and over and over. So and on on top of a lot of other stuff too. Um, so and we'll get into that. We'll have time to get into it in the radio on the radio show today at twelve. Andre says, "Hey Matt, I think we can do better." Uh, Kevin said, "How stout would uh, we be with Fleck as a head coach? Grantham as a defensive coordinator." I mean, look again. I'll say it. If you can get PJ Fleck, go get him. But he's not coming. He's not going anywhere. Uh, he just signed up for a long time at Minnesota. They made it really hard for somebody to go in there, financially to go in there uh, and hire him. And Brooks on Facebook says, I wanted him to get another year, but after the altercation with Schrader and Gay and the bowl game loss, it was the right call. I would tell you that the fight is not the nail. The nail is that after all the other stuff, to go out and you know really – have as poor a performance in the bowl game. That I mean, I think that really was the nail. Andre says, Mississippi State not in a position to wait on a decision this important. The SEC is too tough to fall further behind. And I think, Andre, that's the way the administration must have felt about it. And so they uh, are making that change. A reminder that this special episode of the podcast, as we record it and include you, live here on Facebook and Twitter, is presented by Mississippi Land Bank. Visit mslandbank.com. Anything, listen to me, anything land-related in North Mississippi, it could be farmland. They understand that farming is not just the simple life. It's big business often. It's spreadsheets. It's employees. It's they can help you at Mississippi Land Bank. They know it backwards, forwards, all points in between. It's what they do. Recreational land, hunting, fishing, uh, building a dream home, just looking, questions. Look them up, mslandbank.com. Say it with me. Land Bank. Uh, all right, back over here to Twitter. <clears throat> String says, uh, Fleck has it much easier in Minnesota than the SEC West, no doubt. Maroon and White says, if you fire the coach after National Signing Day, can you lose the recruits? Sometimes they may ask for a release from the scholarship that they signed. Uh, yes. Grantham brings back nasty defensive mindset. That's from Hovercraft World. When are we going to get an actual Hovercraft? 
like in Back to the Future. Uh, String Steve wants to know what Chiswick's record is as a head coach. Uh, let me just see if I can look it up for you real quick. You may have already uh, looked it up, but I'll see what I can find here. I'll have to jump off the Facebook comments while I look it up here. Uh, career record, head coaching record. Overall, head coaching record, Gene Chiswick, 38-38. and 38. According to Wikipedia, <clears throat> he's 3-0 and in bowl games as a head coach. One national championship, one SEC championship. That was all in 2010. Won the Broyles Award in 2004. Coach of the Year in 2010. As well as the Bear Bryant Award and Coach of the Year. That was all 2010. Uh, so there you go. There's your answer. Let me flip this back over here. All right. Um, look, somebody says, hey, Matt, would you be interested in the job series question? I, I am not a candidate. I am not a coach. You have to be a coach to know how to be a coach. I've never been a coach. Just because I know how to run the option or how to throw a curl route does not mean I know how to coach a football team. Uh, Matt, this is Norman, says, what about the setback of 22 signees now being free to do something else if they choose? Yeah, it's setback. Now, thankfully, you do have you know, another signing day. And if someone's signed because of uh, the coaching relationship, then that's something you have to deal with. You know, but it's big boy football, and there are a lot of players and 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 all that kind of stuff. You know, you do whoever it is does have to work quickly though to try to um, mend those uh, relationships and try to keep people in the fold and all that kind of stuff. It's just true. Oh man, where'd my comments grow go? I don't know. I just lost every one of them. Somehow I have. And now I'm tapping the screen and giving my, my, my own broadcast a bunch of hearts. I have totally messed this up. I touched the wrong thing on the screen. and I'm, There we go. Okay, there are the comments coming back in. Um, Caleb says, Joe Moorhead's tenure comparable to Rick Ray, hire an offensive mind that wasn't a good head coach. There's some comparisons just shorter. Man, I hope I'm not getting a sore throat here. Herm Edwards, I think he's done well. That from uh, Troy Boy. Hmm. Pray for Xavion, says Butch Jones. And then a laughing emoji. Thank you very much for that, because that's my sentiments exactly. After Butch Jones did what he did at Tennessee, goes straight to Alabama, and then the very next year he's smoking a cigar in pictures, celebrating in a win against Tennessee against the players that he signed and coached. That Because of that, frankly, I don't want him anywhere near my program. Now, watch him turn around and hire him. But I'm on record now saying it, and that's the way I feel. That was a mistake. Skip Holtz, don't know a lot about it. Luke Fickle, obviously a name that very highly thought of in, in coaching circles. He's very good. Uh, Balfour3 says, Dan Mullen ruined MSU's fan base. <laughs> I disagree. I think what he did is showed you what, you know, where that – where the expectations can be, how to set expectations, and how to uh, get out of the mindset of um, little old state. We just kind of would take the crumbs off the table, what falls off the table, you know. I think he showed you what is actually possible, what you can do. Um, here we go. M. Walker 4407 says, 
Mark Hudspeth would, would be an Orgeron tr- uh, type of hire. It's Hud's dream job. He'd be an awesome fit. Uh, he would. Mark Hudspeth would be an awesome fit. Now, in some ways, you wouldn't you know, win the press conference per se if you hire him, according to some people in some ways. But kind of, you know, you want my opinion. I'll throw you my opinion in there now. Um, kind of like Bill Clark, I feel the same way about Mark Hudspeth. I know not everybody feels the same way, but Mark would elevate you. You're going to be old school. You're going to outwork people. You'll be tough. I think he would do a very good job. All right. Um, and then somebody mentions Jay Hobson. I'll tell you this, Jay Hobson at Southern Miss. Again, you're not going to win like a, a bunch of press conferences, but Jay is a heck of a football coach, and he's done a very good job at Southern Miss and knows how to run a strength and conditioning program. You look at the gains that Southern Miss made from two years ago to this year in strength and conditioning and just overall numbers and everything, and it, it played a role. We're going to watch him play in a bowl game. Uh, Jay's a very good football coach. Is he ready to make the jump and be the SEC West coach? You know, I don't know. Uh, I would think that there are, probably are some other names that are higher on the list than Jay is, but could he do the job? No question in my mind. Success at Alcorn State, success at Southern Miss. Been around in big college football in all circles, knows everybody. So there you go. Matt says Moorhead deserved one more season. Trey says, no, we don't wish his last three years is what killed the program. You're talking about HUD? I mean, I I, I guess you are. I'm not sure. S. Uh, Depends says, Jay, you will win. Somebody bringing up Joe Judge. That came up yesterday on the radio show uh, as well. And then Chad on Facebook says, get Bill Clark. There you go. Okay. Um, I'm going to wrap it up. So in a couple of minutes, I'm going to flip over there and listen to the gridiron. Um, y'all follow him on Twitter at MS gridiron. That's Chris Brooks and the guys I'll be on the air at 12. I appreciate you jumping on here. This special episode of the podcast on facebook.com slash, uh, I almost got it wrong. Facebook.com slash radio Wyatt. And then obviously radio Wyatt on Twitter to get the link to Periscope and this live feed. Um, so thanks for tuning in. If you want to go back and listen to this at any point, subscribe to my podcast. So wherever you get podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, check out the link I'll put on Facebook, special episode presented by Mississippi Land Bank, mslandbank.com. Just subscribe to The Matt Wyatt Show. The Matt Wyatt Show, wherever you get podcasts, and I'll send out links as well. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Daily content there. So thanks to everybody for tuning in, and I'll see you on the radio.